Well, I guess we're live. So, what's everybody? What's up, everybody? I'm Dustin Coiner, talking motorbikes, the Track Days program here in SoCal, and I'm on with Bobby Fong, the Fonger, the <laughs> Ping Pong, Ding Dong, Bobby Dong, Bobby Dong, all of it, floppy, floppy bong, yeah. <laughs> Foggy goggles, yeah. I'm back yeah, again. Dude. What better, what better connection this time? So, thanks for having me again. Yeah, dude. So, so. Uh, again, you're doing the bagger thing, and you're doing the R1 Superbike thing, and you're the D support guy at trackside. You're doing everything, like juggling, like a circus juggler. You know, like how do you do all that? Man, it's been, um, it's been tough. It, it has been tough, um, but I honestly I have no complaints because I'm doing what I want to do. Uh, Dianese is, you know, letting me race, which is rad, which is awesome. As long as I keep on doing my gig and nobody really suffers and, you know, we just keep doing our thing. And uh, the baggers have been really good. Obviously, last weekend was great. And the super bike's yeah. improving too. So, I mean, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm beat up. <laughs> and, uh, but um, I'm digging it. And I can't really complain too much. Right on. So... Uh, you know, it's been a little bit since our since your Canada trip that interrupted our last show, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, since then you've you've made quite a bit of progress uh, on the superbike. Um, you know, and obviously last weekend or this past weekend you had you had a sniff at the podium. Um, so, what do you? Well, I'm going to just back up more. I was like, dude. During race two, I told you offline, my wife, Lily, and I were, like, yelling at yeah. the TV. Like, yeah, yeah. Come on, Bobby. Get it, dude. And so, like, you know, what, what do you think's been the the difference in making that progress on the Superbike? Man, honestly, the progress started at um, Laguna. You know, we didn't get a good qualifying at Laguna, but the, the lap times, it didn't show. Like, we, we had a bad qualifying, but the lap times we were doing in race one and even two before I crashed, were pretty much podium pace, you know, low, low 24s. Granted, I was in seventh, eighth place or whatever it was, but it was a tight pack and um, we felt pretty comfortable. So we made big steps at Laguna. Granted, the results didn't show because, and then I crashed and then I didn't race race three, but we made big improvements then. Um, and even Brainerd, you know, we just keep on making steps and keep learning. And I'm still trying to figure out on how to ride the electronics a little bit better. And the team is, we show up to Brainerd and, you know, we get the base map from attack from last year and I ride it for a session. I'm like, man, how the hell did Jake ride this last year? Like I'm wheeling everywhere. There's no power. It's like surging. And, yeah. um, I'm like, I want more power, more power, more power. And then we get more power. And then I'm like wheeling way more. I guess it's just how I ride or how aggressive I am at the throttle. But Long story short, we ended up by race. Race one, we were pretty good, too. I mean, by the end of the race, we are basically matching Jake's times, but we were sitting fifth or sixth place. You know, I just kind of right. – my shitty qualifying has been really affecting the result. But um, basically, by the end of the weekend, we ended up just toning everything down more. More with the control, more TC, more uh, torque reduction. Because in my mind, I'm like, man, I want to fucking – I want to be moving around. I want to be lively, spinning it up. Granted, it was spinning up a lot. Right. Um, but, and it feels very fast, but it's not, it's just busy. It's just busy. And I'm just, yeah. I was just getting like the first session I was like cooked. I mean, it was, it was warm Friday at Brainerd and I'm just like, man, how the hell I'm already, I, mean, I already wrote the background. I'm like, how the hell am I going to do a full race distance on this thing? Like, 
my I already I have a messed up right shoulder and there's a lot of right hand turns there and I'm like I have no idea how I'm gonna finish this thing like wheeling everywhere I'm like pumped up and um you know the, the yeah team did the a good, good thing job. the good yeah. thing about getting arm pump is that it just goes away super easy right it was weird this one was <laughs> dude honestly it wasn't just like a bad arm pump it was like in the first session it was like usually in motocross or whatever like I can ride with arm pump like you could just like you know just manage it you know like yeah. it's there just breathe in the air da da da. This was like arm pump, but then like no strength. Like it was just like, I couldn't even grab the bars. It wasn't like it was numb or anything like that. It was like, I had no strength, but that was only really FP1. And that was just because it was just so lively or just like wheeling everywhere. And, um, but we ended up toning it down quite a bit for me, for how I ride and stuff like that. And, uh, we mellowed everything out and it was a good result, man. It was, like I said, I just need to qualify better. And I just always feel like I'm always a session behind come on i just need one more session you know like one more race one more session because by the end of the weekend you're like holy shit like i'm doing race winning times like yeah. i could win this thing but it's too late you know what I mean? like right. it's too late i qualified eighth position so and everything's so yeah. close now dude like yeah you're running at the you're running at the back there like uh, uh in race two when you basically ran skulls down i was like holy shit bobby's coming and man you were right there it's like and your your times, if I'm not mistaken, were right. I mean, we're basically equal to the top three guys. You know? No, we were faster by like a you half were, a second. Yeah. We're we're satchel like a half a second a lap for a while. And I'm not trying to. I, yeah. I don't know. I just felt good. It, and yeah. honestly, we learned a lot from that race. Like I learned a lot. It was like because it, the track was so slippery. I had to force myself to ride smoother. And like Richard Stamboli is like, Hey, you need to be a little bit smoother on the bike. You know what I mean? And and it forced me, the conditions actually forced me and the crew actually set it up, you know, a lot smoother for me to ride. Yeah. But the conditions also in the old tire, like by the end of the race forced me to be smoother. And then all of a sudden my time was like 31, five, 31, five, like faster than race winning. I'm like, Oh, well I learned something here. You know what I mean? So now I'm going to bring what I learned on the bike to Pittsburgh, which is hopefully we can just keep the ball rolling. Yeah, I talked to I talked to Richard uh, a few minutes ago <laughs> before we started this mm-hmm. thing, and um, I, 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 t- I told him that I had you on tonight, and he's like, oh, well, tell him that he's made great improvement. That like, means like, a lot from Richard. Yeah, to, yeah. Hear, to hear that shit come from, from that dude, I'm like, yeah. wow, bro, like, he's yeah. pretty sparing with his compliments, you know? Yeah. But then he, sa- and he said, but... Right, like he's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> if, 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 if he, he says like you're pretty animated on the bike, and if you would smooth some of that stuff out, you'd go even faster. So no, I honestly, I mean, most of the sessions all weekend, I was just like, and I was animated. I was pushing hard, stabbing the throttle, trying to force things, and yeah, um, you know, I, I definitely needed to be a little bit smoother, which I did. Uh, I did improve on that a lot in the race. So keep on working, keep on improving. The teams learn a lot. I'm still struggling with. I think Josh Hayes was struggling with it too. A lot of like, um, the main thing I struggle with that thing is like, it's like, it's not backing in. It's like from the transitions from left to right, it's like a, it's like once a D cell high side, like let's oh. say the long carousel, right? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, your quarter throttle and you roll off the rear just go, just come around and then get back in line and you roll back on, come around, get back in line. Or if you do a transition, you took a roar and then just come around. And Josh, that's how we ran off track in race okay. two. It came around on him. And I'm like, ah, in my mind while we're racing, I'm like, he's struggling with that too. You know? Yeah. Um, but I think that's the biggest thing we're, like, on our end, our side we're struggling with. And, um, 
you know, I know Pittsburgh has a lot of turns that are, you know, back and forth, you know, left, right, left, right. We got to roll that, on. They have that off. weird chicane thing too, right? That you got to get through. Yeah. That, I don't think that would affect us. Like what I'm struggling with too bad through the chicane, but through the infield, um, hopefully not. Um, you know, I could just be overthinking it already. I'm not even there. I'm not even there. Um, but I, I think that we need to improve that a little bit. That's our, that's our biggest um, concern and thing we're working on right now. But overall, I mean, I can't complain, dude. It was a good weekend. Yeah, man. It, it was good for you for sure. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, riding the heavy, big, riding big heavy. Uh, dude. You, you, yeah. Right. Like talk yeah. to me about that, dude. Man, it was, um, that was a good weekend. Dude. We started like for FP1. It was right. We got, so we got these parts to lower the bike a little bit, or sorry, more ground clearance on the bagger from Indian. Indian provided yeah. some more ground clearance, like 10 millimeters and more ground clearance. So my crew chief, Robert Ward, were like, hey, man, now we can lower the bike a little bit, you know, to help us turn better and all this stuff because we're pretty high already. So we could have ground clearance. So we lowered it five mil. So we have an extra five mil still. Um, and it was immediately better. We go out there. I'm like, whoa, this thing is bitching. It's nice. So yeah, I can yeah. lean it over. Like turns better. Everything's good. Mint, FP1 is great. Then it comes to the dash for cash. and We all stepped up the pace a little bit. And I was behind Tyler. And I'm like, I almost crashed a few times because then obviously you're in the race, you're trying harder, you're trying to smack it yeah. down like a super bike and all that stuff. And I almost crashed a few times. So I'm like, after that race, we ended up getting second. Tyler rode a great race. You know, it's just not many places to pass on that place. Um, right. I was like, man, we were scraping pretty bad. So we had to raise it back up. And that, I mean, obviously we got the ground clearance back and I just, you know, just manned up and muscled it around a little bit better, a little bit more for the next session. But um, no, dude, it was good. I mean, a second and a first. Um, the first race was a little unfortunate, but and it was a good it was a good payday for us over the weekend for the backers and some nice. good points too. Honestly, I mean we're pretty far you're down fourth, in the points. You're fourth in the championship. Honestly, we're not e- right. Yeah, we're not even thinking about points. We had uh, a little bad luck this year, some mis- misfortune, but we're just going for race wins now. And um, yeah, I mean that's honestly that's the goal um, is obviously to beat the factory team. And, uh, yeah, you know, just, that's the main thing. Beat the factory team. I mean, Tyler, so. Tyler's the factory team guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I did see a pretty impressive video of McWilliams doing a pretty crazy pancake thing. How gnarly like, was what that? The, like he totally crashed and then like, didn't like, uh, dude, like <laughs> the dude, like it was crazy. I didn't know. Like, so he, cause he was doing a downshift on that turn and we, we would keep a taller, I think we we're on a taller gear. I would just kind of roll through it. And he was downshifting. And then next thing I saw the video, and I'm like, holy yeah. shit, this guy. And he, like, opened up his hips like he did it on purpose or something. Yeah, I didn't dude. know if he – I don't know if he opened up his hips because he was getting ready to get ejected or he was just like, right. oh, I, I'm, I'm in this thing. Man, that dude should be getting paid right now for how narrow that video is getting right now. Man, that thing is that, – that was pretty impressive, man. But it's like yeah. he and Tyler both all year have been getting away with murder like that, dude. Yeah, dude. I don't know how they do it. They, you know, Tyler will go in into a corner full, you know, full, full steering lock. lock. Ooh, yeah, yeah, dude, forever. <laughs> man, those get in the way with impressive. it, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, are you know? Do you guys have like pretty advanced electronics on those things, or are they are they all right here? Like, I, I know, <laughs> I know that they've been on that side. They've been playing around with electronics, engine brake okay. and stuff, and not. I on my side, no. Um, but so I yours is they, just old school. Like, yeah, I'm not sure if they have if they're running the TC or not. I know they're messing with engine braking strategies and launch controls and mm. all that stuff. So I don't know exactly what they have. Yeah. Um, but on our ends, just we're just oh natural. 
um, which is which works which works best honestly for me. Natural. Yeah. So. <laughs> right on. Um, right on. Yeah. Well, I got I got some comments talking about. Uh, I actually there's some commenters talking about the racetrack, but I have some comments for you as well. Yeah. yeah. With the, about the racetrack, you know, I talked to a, I talked to another bagger dude. Uh, I guess he broke his collarbone on Friday. Um, uh, Cole. Oh, Cole King. King. Yeah. yeah, cooking. Yeah, yeah, and he he was calling the plate. He's like, "Yeah, man, uh, possum holler got me." Like that's he called the plate <laughs> possum holler, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Uh, yeah. So I I don't know, like I don't know how fitting you think that is. Um, yeah. I, I mentioned I, I mentioned it to Richard, and he said that uh, they overheard a couple of guys that were like, uh, I don't know if they were track workers or whatever, but they were talking about how they were giving their possums lead poisoning. I'm like, oh no, you're shooting them, right? He's like, yeah, exactly. So, anyway, so like, it may is Brainerd Possum Holler. I don't know, like, dude, I don't know. I honestly, I dig that place. I've always dig that place. Yeah, I dig that place. I mean, honestly, the facilities, what I heard, they're they're the same from 30 years ago. You know, like the facilities. Um, but I can't complain, man. I use a. I use a shit house everywhere, you know, a Porter John, yeah. Porter John, you know? So, yeah, uh, I did. Nah. Hear, I did hear they were the dirtiest bathrooms on, on the tour. Like, uh, they, they, yeah. they honestly, no <laughs> offense, but it, yeah, no, they are for sure. Um, wow. But, um, honestly, dude, I dig the track. I mean, and we get a good fan. We get a good turnout, dude. Like I feel yeah. like the fans, look, the fans, a lot, there of, are a lot of fans. Cool. Yeah. There's a lot of fans. I mean, granted, most three quarters of them are ragger fans. Which is great. It doesn't matter where people well, are. That's people everywhere you, know I mean? you go this season, right? Yeah, just about. Yeah, no, so, it is. I mean, so, even at Laguna, dude. Laguna used to be like a huge sport bike event, and you know, the last couple of years since the Baggers thing, you know, like Ducati Island's gone, and it's Bagger Island basically, right? Or Hollywood. it's Bagger Parking, Bagger Parking, yeah. bro. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. We need some room for those things to park. Yeah, and another thing I saw. Um, I don't know if you partook in any of this, but I, you know, I saw that Rocco went out and drag raced uh, Saturday night or whatever. On an Indian? No, no, no. There was like drag uh, races happening. Rocco Landers was drag racing his R6 to, I guess, uh, practice his starts or whatever. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't partake in that. I got the hell out of there. I, yeah. I was I packed up my little canopy and got the hell out of there by like five. So, <laughs> well, I don't know how you do that with all that writer support you got to do because uh, you're the Dinese guy. Yeah, no, I mean it's not bad. I mean I get there, I get there on Thursday. I get there early. You know, I I do miss getting there. You know, on Thursdays at two o'clock and you know sitting on my little area in the back of a rig and being in the AC and just talking to your crew for a little bit going back in the AC talking to your crew going back in the AC ride back in the AC it is cool honestly I do miss that um but I, I enjoy my job and uh I enjoy the stability of it and, and Dionysus they've been treating me cool like they're they're really cool and they let me race and the little group that we have in U.S. headquarters is is awesome and so I get there on Thursday usually, and I just set up my little canopy. And, and it's not like a full. We don't give a lot of product out. We we have racer programs, and people could if you have a Motor America license, you could you know be a part of the Dynasia program. You get half off of a full kangaroo suit, and oh, you wow. know five five items of um of Dynasia, uh, five items of anything Dynasia boots, gloves, whatever you want for half off. Um, okay. 
so there's different levels of the program. Um, so we don't really give much stuff out to anybody at all. Um, but if you're a um, supporter guy or a non-supporter guy, you could come see me. If you wad up during the race weekend, I could repack your airbag for um, a small fee. Or if you're on the racer program, you get a certain amount of repacks. And I could do it on site there for, you know, 30, 30 minutes to an hour. max. I can do it there. Really? Yeah. So, so it's awesome. I mean, that, the process of that seems... Um... Like, I know that, you know, I, I wear Alpine star shit, right? Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I have the tech air and, you know, firm believer and wearing the airbag and everything. But, mm-hmm. dude, you, you go through the deployments on that thing. You got to send it back in. And, you know, they give yeah. it back to you in like a week or something. But, yeah, you know, you're changing, you're, you're repacking the airbag trackside. Yeah, and honestly, that's, I feel like that's really key for Diamond hmm. is because we do have one deployment. Um, yeah. And it's, and honestly, I, the quality of the airbag, I really consider very high, obviously. And all airbags are great. All products are really good. Um, but I, you know, I'm one of, you know, one company, I don't, I don't know if Alpine Star does it or not. Um, but I'm, I definitely do it on site, which is awesome because we do have one deployment and most people have to send it in. You got to do the process and, you know, there's only one headquarters in the U S and you're battling with every other Dionese rider in us to try to get repacked so sometimes the turnaround time isn't um you know that fast so i'm there on site and it's uh, that's definitely key so one deployment yeah like we have two i think on, yeah you guys on got two yeah. yeah yeah it depends on what airbag yeah but yeah mostly two yeah yeah tech yeah. race is what i'm using yeah I'm, i guess i could say i'm old school <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right yeah yeah there's like there's like a bunch of other new stuff since then but yeah yeah it works pretty well um, all right, so yeah, let's so. go into some of the comments that we got because, um, uh, you know, like I was talking about the racetrack and uh, Jesse Nelson, he's like one of those CRA lunatics mm-hmm. that race out there all the time. Yeah. Um, so he was saying, um, he was saying, I guess it was a comment. It was a comment about something that he said, but like turn one and two were no concern with the question mark. And he's like, you know, it's it's fast through there. Like that's where you make up your lap. Um, he said, Bobby's team quote teammate did a lot of development on the Indian baggers. Your quote teammate. Oh, uh, Kyle Onzork. He's a local guy in Minnesota. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I mean, he, he didn't do, I mean, for the factory. So he was a test rider for the factory team is either last year or the year before. Um, and he's a good rider, good good kid. Um, you know, now he's he's my teammate, and uh, we've kind of went in a direction on my program on with Robert Ward, myself, and my my little crew. Uh, we kind of went away from what they do, um, what they think is the right way. I mean, there's so many different ways to skin a cat, you know. So um, <laughs> we went our direction, and but you know, Kyle done a lot of laps around a bagger that place, so he's he's definitely found his uh, ideal setup for his bagger around that place for sure. Okay, so um, he uh, Jesse's also saying that turn one and two, that's where all your lap time is made up. Yeah, obviously. It's I actually part said of the track. those. Yeah, I said those words to Richard, and Richard looked at it at his data before he answered me, and he said, "He said I don't know if that's necessarily true. It's only like seventeen seconds of the lap, or something like that." You know, so <laughs> it's it's cra- so it is true and not true in my opinion because okay, so. We're all professional riders, right? You go, th- you only could go through there so fast. Like, it, obviously, you have 
you know, it's who has bigger balls. You know what I mean? If you're a top 10, you know, usually within like three tenths in that sector, it's a 17. I think the fastest sector I've seen, uh, I think it was Gagne in one of the practices, like a 17, one or something like that. But consistently everybody's like 17, three, four. Um, but I feel like you make most of the time in the infield, or at least that's what I did, you know, or that's what I feel, you know, like more in the infield, but usually like a bigger, faster segment, you can make up more time. You know, that's kind of the, the right. saying, but uh, Richard might be right. man. I think it's the more of the turns and the infield. Like I, I have this like policy, like uh, pretty much it's like whatever Richard says, like that's where it's at, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might but, have to agree with Richard on that one. Yeah, you know, um, also, I was looking at the track map again, and, you know, on their website, the Brainerd's website, it says that, you know, the original, uh, the original Brainerd is available. Like, it makes me wonder why they're using this thing instead of using the big thing, you know? Um, honestly, I don't know. I never read it in the old thing. All I know is this thing that we're riding on now, and it's, a, <laughs> like, the only, like... The little chicane in the back, it's rinky dink, but man, I'm fast through there. <laughs> like I that's where I excel. So I was like, fuck, let's keep running it. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I've always done really good through that little rinky dink area. But um I don't know what the old I know the old track was faster, a little bit more dangerous. Oh um, yeah, so, dude. It, yeah. I, you look at the the what they call it is it Donnybrook course? I think it was like a drag strip. Yeah, I think they even part oh, ran dude, the drag strip. You like, you know, it looks like you use most of the same track, but then like uh, instead of making that carousel thing into the chicane, you just keep going and then yeah. hang a right. And then you're on the drag strip for like a year. You yeah. Know? And then you, you basically like wide open tip into turn one. Yeah. That's yeah, <laughs> wild, dude. Like I just, I yeah. can only imagine, you know, I, I've watched some old videos from AMA days, you know, like there's, there's a Miguel Duhamel one, I think. And then uh Aaron Yates one in, in like super sport. <clears throat> And they were in sixth gear for this pinned. Like this it pinned. was forever. Yeah, yeah. I I dig what we're racing on now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't you don't think it'd be cool to run the run the the Donnybrook course? No, man. Because then those BMWs would just be too fast. Screw that, dude. I mean, yeah. that is. I mean, the advantage that it seems like. Um, you know, I've, I've I've talked about this with Ken Hill, and we're probably gonna go. We're going to do a show pretty soon, but, um, you know, it's like at this track, you know, the, the bikes, the, the stock thousand bike, the Suzuki that doesn't do shit anywhere on like little tight short tracks like Barber and this one, they do all right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like at road Atlanta or something where the BMWs just has, and the Ducati really have legs. Days. Yeah, they're just, they you just would, have legs. You would think even that to turn one now is still turn one and two are still stupid fast are we talking road atlanta right now no i'm talking about the track that you raced on oh brainer brainer yeah oh no it's super turn one and two is crazy yeah but it's it's not balls it's a lot more balls you know what i mean like it's there's a lot that goes into it's yes it's just two corners but like you could approach it so many different ways Uh, if if you could kind of understand what i'm saying like on how to approach it going in fast or rolling off or going in a little easy and then being wide open and rolling. There's just so many ways to approach it. But I've, in my opinion, it's more balls than anything. You know what I mean? And who's a little, and the long, right is a lot of, I was struggling with a lot of TC, a lot of TC. Like you can't even turn it down enough 
because the, the wheels car- spin in that, in that long thing or whatever the fast turn two it was like oh, okay. the wheels just spinning so much you know what i mean so yeah i was it's, seeing it's, jake you know jake looked like he's coming out of there and the rear end is just lighting up all the way to yeah the- it's you're just lit up the whole time so wow yeah it's kind of awesome though right yeah it's cool <laughs> it is cool uh pushing the front going into that thing is not cool but yeah no? No, dude, that's a scary one. I've done that a few times. Yeah. So I got a couple more questions. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, this one's from Sean Summers. Mm-hmm. He's another NorCal guy. Yeah, I know Sean. You, you yeah, know yeah I know guy. Sean. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's got a couple of questions. But the first one, he's like, you know, how much did your confidence increase when you got Rob Ward on board as your crew chief? Oh, I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer, man. It's It helps me. I mean – he knows. He knows Robert. Uh, you know, I could just show up and yeah. not worry about anything. Yeah, because he we've worked together so long. You know, he knows what I like, and obviously we we've built a rapport together over the years, and it just helps a lot. You know what I mean? Because you you trust what he says, and even if it could be the wrong, you know, racing so mental. Even if it could be like the wrong, even even if he says, "Hey, we're he gonna be do wrong. this," it could be he wrong, be... but in my mind, it's right, and then all of a sudden, it's right. He, yeah, I mean, he could be wrong, but he sounds so profound that it sounds yeah. legit, right? Yeah, yeah. So and then you go faster. And, uh, dude, we're, you know, racers, Sean knows racers are so fragile. I mean, if you believe it, it's going to happen. So, Right on. That makes sense. And then the yeah. other question is that, you know, uh, for race one, like, what were you, what was your take on uh, – the the crash that caused the yo-yo effect with Matt and PJ were you like right behind in that mix or mm, I didn't like I was in that group uh, all I saw was like I was trying to focus on what the hell I was doing it's so easy to do that on the first lap though man like yeah it's Kanye did you, that two years ago right like he like he was just, like directing traffic and shit like yeah like well. <laughs> It's just so easy to go in there hot too, especially on the yeah. first lap because you're trying to pass people. You're getting that little sniff of a draft out of that turn, and you just go in there deep, man. And then that shit happens in that turn, and it's that's a funny one because you just even when you're by yourself, I'm like, you know, you have your brake marker. You're like, oh, 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 I'm gonna run wide. I'm gonna run wide, and next thing you know, you're wide. You know, it's just it's just a weird turn. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I it's know. nobody's fault. I mean, it's just no, no. I mean, racing. it's a yeah. racing incident. Obviously, it happens. I mean, you know, when uh, when that happened, and then soon after that, a red flag came out because mm-hmm. of the oil. But um, you know, like I said, Gagne had a had, had a thing in twenty twenty one where he was like directing traffic, like oh, yeah, you know. And yep. then right yeah. after that, I think Laura, Laura Baz, I think crashed. Yeah, Baz crashed in the left four, turn. Yeah, yeah, right. So. Yep. I mean, it, the track is, uh, it's pretty crazy. So you didn't, you weren't in the oil or any of that? That's, no, I didn't yeah. get in the oil. I mean, it was obviously, I got, I got pretty lucky. Honestly, I did yeah. get pretty lucky. Um, I mean, I think Jake, Jake and Cam got really lucky on that too. Yeah. Cam actually touched his rear tire, it looked like, so. No, he did. Yeah, I got pretty yeah. lucky. And uh, when, when I saw Cam, after the red flag and then Cam crashed, there was some like some oil like oil dry on the outside like coming on the exit and I when I saw him laying on the track I'm like man that dude must have touched that like that dry slick oil that they try to clean up but obviously when you go back and rewatch like he lost it way early where there was no dry yeah. slick so right. right yeah so 
That track, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, I don't want to shit on the place because I had a good time riding there a couple years ago at the yeah, test. Yeah. But, you know, and, but it's, you know, it seemed like the track kind of ate up bikes like like the old Willow did, you know? Man, it, Man. Yeah, dude, like. Like how many Titler's BMWs dude, in I, boxes? I, like, I, I feel bad, like. Man, I feel bad because we all know that the I mean, super bikes aren't cheap. Any super bike yeah, for that dude. matter, you know what I mean? So it sucks. I mean, even in the junior club class, dude, like there was some crashes and you're just like, Man, that thing is wadded up. Like that thing is you need a new bike. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude, did you see that one in Super Sport where like the dude I mean, I don't know how that was the weirdest. Ma- Mallory Dobbs yeah. didn't even move, man, and it was just like the bike, like kind of went over her head or something. Like, ah, <laughs> dude, it was such a weird crash. Like, I, I, and that was one of our guy, one of Dianese guys. I had to repack a suit, so thank God his airbag repa- airbag went off. Um, gnarly, yeah, yeah, yeah man. So, All right, wild. so let's go. We got we got some more commentaries here. Um, oh, and Sean says that uh, Mallory probably shit in her leathers. I don't know. Maybe I'll ask her next time I have her on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Ty Bankford said he wants to know if you're still pedaling a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm still doing that um, up in uh, Redondo area. Every time I'm home, I'm cycling. And I don't always log. I don't always log my miles all the time. Like I do, but then I just don't. I just don't post it. Um, yeah. But no, I'm still trying to. I, I'm still putting in some miles. I'm actually in Park City right now doing a full mountain bike trip while doing a little work as well. So um, hanging out yeah. in the Utah. Yeah, dude. We always, I do this every year. Um, I bring work with me and I go out. And we we have a group of us and we get in a session a day. We have a big Airbnb and get in a session a day and you know get a little work done I'm gonna, have to hit, I'm gonna have to hit you up when you get back so i can join you for a ride dude yeah let's do it man yeah, yeah. palace raiders like climbs dude i swear like all i do that is that anymore it seems like yeah so. palace raiders climbs i love me i love me yeah. so i just got a new i just got a new mountain bike too so yeah. oh yeah yeah i'm not a mountain i'm a roadie dude i'm a, I'm a roadie too i'm a roadie yeah. too but uh I had to get a mountain bike just because I'm always borrowing a bike. And Dude. I do live close to Palos Verdes. I've never even went on the mountain bikes in Palos Verdes, but I heard it's decent. So change it up a little bit. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, let's see. Christopher McCreary says, it's bother Bobby MFing Fong. He said he was cheering for you all weekend. You need a factory ride again. See you at pit race. Dude, I don't know what's up with... Make I don't the Fonger know factory again? Is that what Dude, we need? I've never been factory. I've never been a factory. No, no. I mean, I've you, never you been know, factory. The, clo- the closest thing was the, the M4 ride. That was yeah, the 600s. Like yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there, that was so. a fact. I mean, that was the closest thing, and I wouldn't call that, you know, obviously... They were the factory Suzuki team, you know, so... Yeah. Um, but, like a, like, a proper factory, you know, like, I've never... I don't know what that is, so... I thought I was gonna go. get the. I thought I was gonna get the call to ride the Yamaha. Never happened. I mean, I know, I know, yeah. every, dude. It was like I. I don't envy Richard or uh, Tom Halverson for that because I'm sure the moment, the moment that happened, it was like um, a bunch of dudes found out some hot chick was single again. Like, yeah, no, I know. I'm sure every Tom, every sure every Tom, Dick, and Harry was texting oh, and dude. calling like. 
They were even calling me, dude. And I'm like, I don't have anything to do with that shit. Yeah, yeah. Talk to Tom, man. Let's his call. So yeah, so I mean, uh, I even heard, I heard that, I heard that Rossi called and made a recommendation. I was like, what? No way, really? Yeah, way, yeah, yeah. Probably from one of his, uh, one one of his his little dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ballsy. That's ballsy for sure. You know what, man? Like that, that would have been cool. But it was it was kind of cool to see the see the old man get it done, you know. No, Team, he old, did great. He did old great. guys rule apparently, and no. um, there's that. No, he did great, and look, that was one of my goals was to beat him on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> you old bastard! I was that was one of my goals. Yeah, you're uh, like I wanted that ride, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, right on. No, he, that dude did great, man. And six hundred, he. He laid down the law, and you know he had a good battle in race two, and he's still going, man. He's still going. I was he was on next to me. How he does it, dude? He was next to me on the grid on Sunday, and I was already smoked too, just like because I don't sleep on race weekends, and just like from working and baggers and superbike and doing all the shit I do, and I was like, I'm just like I'm just sitting there, just like trying to just like take in some fresh air, like not think too much before the race on the grid, and I'm looking at him, and on my mind, I'm like. That fucker must be cooked right now. You were looking at you were looking at him like he was prey, like yeah. you're a shark in blood, you know, yeah, bloody water. He like, has to be cooked right now. I know Dude, he hasn't he, been pedaling like he, he should be. He he yeah. looked cooked too, man. Like he yeah. he looked cooked like before the start of the race, you know, because he had literally yeah. he didn't go to the podium. He just went straight to the pit, right? No, you know, and, Josh, and he was like. He was like, you could see he was like breathing exercises or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, dude, he's got to go and do that again. No, so Josh is like, he's gifted in a way. Like he's really efficient when it comes to a lot of things. Like we can go on a bicycle right now or a run or a gym and I could kick his ass all day just because I've been doing it. And he hasn't like, that's just the nature of working out all the time. We can go on a motocross track and he can do, I can do a 30 minute moto. He can do a 45 minute moto. Like the dude just has, he has riding fitness. He he's efficient on the bike. He's he breathes. He doesn't forget. He doesn't hold his breath. Like he's really efficient. So he and I consider Hayden Gillum the same way. You know, every time you know back in the day when Hayden used to go to SoCal, like same thing, motocross or riding a motorcycle. Like the dude could just ride and ride and ride. You know, and it's some people are just different. Some people are really efficient. Some people use a lot of body language like me, you know what I mean? That, that, that's why I need to work out extra hard because I'm making my life harder than it should be, you know? So, and Josh but is every, one of those guys. But, like he's just but everybody, everybody online says you got to like really, you know, you got to get your BP in check, you know, got to lick your elbow and everything. Dude, I'm like me, Josh, I feel like, and he could, we, we always talk about this, dude. Like we have the ugliest style. Like when you look at us, like we're like, like no <laughs> elbow down, no head turned, like nothing. Like we're so just like looking like we're on a Sunday cruise when we're riding. And then you get these, some people like even in motocross too. Like I just have like the most bland style, but we're going okay. We're going decent speed, but I just have zero style. Josh the same way. You know what I mean? Like I barely scrape my knee. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. it's just not me. So, um, but all that matters is when you go fast, I guess. So, uh, let's see. In both his, 
in both of his D-Air deployments, he broke his collarbone. Like this one guy's uh, Ty is saying that. And then another guy is saying, bro, how can I DIY my DNA say air suit? It took me four months last year. Yeah, during, uh, there was a guy that left Dionese for a while. He, he was sick, and we actually got a new guy. And there was just a, there was a lot of changes going on with Dionese, and the program's definitely changed. And we got uh, two new guys, or semi-new guys. They've been there for a little over a year now. So um, the turnaround is a lot quicker. You know, I know people were complaining about it a while ago, and the program, the, program, the process is a lot faster these days. And then that Jesse guy is talking about the turn one at the original Brainerd. Mm -hmm. And he said that uh, the fastest apex speed on record is Josh Hayes on the attack Kawasaki uh, in like 03, 167 miles an hour. So fast, dude. (laughs) So like I would would imagine that the new bikes would be a little bit faster than that, right? Like. Dude, it's so fast. I mean, yeah, that's part of the reason probably why we're not like doing wrap, it anymore. Like, wrap your brain around the 180 mile an hour turn. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's so fast. It's like Willow. It's like Willow shit, right? Like, are you faster, going that? Probably. Yeah, we are going. We are going that fast at Willow, right? You're going in there fourth, fifth gear, pretty pinned. I haven't six, ridden Willow. Turn eight. Are you six? six Is it yeah. six? Sixth. You know, I've never yeah. ridden Willow. I don't think I've ridden Willow on a big bike. I've only ridden like an 848. Oh, yeah, 600s. that's right. You, yeah, you did the 600 thing. On, no, I did the 600 Willow. thing around Willow, which uh, that place is not my favorite place. So I'd rather just stick <laughs> on the 600 in that place. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, let's see. Would Bobby be shocked at the old turn one at BIR? Lots of CCS riders, very fast folks, were shocked. Uh, the fastest right-hander in North America, apparently. And then he says he's clearly partial to the track. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I would be, uh, I'm sure I'd be a little scared. There's just a few turns you're just like, ah, oh, man, you got to do it to go. You got to do it to get the lap time, man. You just got to yeah. go, go balls deep. Yeah, a couple of turns besides the first two. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, which yeah. ones? Like, turn six or seven? What is that? Like, uh, where we're talking right now, Brainerd. Um, about speed wise, or what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Do a couple of things to get the lap time. Uh just smooth, man. Just smooth. Yeah, just be, just smooth. Yeah. Because I was really, that, I was really that, attacking it, and it was just not yeah. the way to go. Yeah, it's not okay. the way to go. Just being smooth, consistent, rolling on the throttle. That's the biggest thing that I could say about this bike is just rolling on the throttle instead of just really snatching it and just pinning it and going crazy like I was doing. <laughs> so it looks cooler though, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. If only that, yeah, if only that counted, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah because you said you, like before we started the show, you were saying that it um, it feels fast. Right? Yeah, no, it feels like, great. Like you're loose and you're sliding, you're wheeling. You're like, man, I'm, I'm lap record pace. And you like go around and you look at your lap time and you're like, well, I'm way off. And then you just like, you know, you're like, what am I doing? You know, tired, yeah. winded, you know, you're just killing yourself. And then you figure out a less effort, smoother, don't attack it so hard. Lap yeah. time to come. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So we got some more comments coming in. Uh, let's see here. Um, 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Tyler also says he offers to ride the super bike every time, and he didn't get the call either. <laughs> right? I've heard a lot of rumors on who might ride it. I don't know if Josh is going to ride it at Pittsburgh. I don't know. I, who, who, he, who's, the, who's the rumors that you're hearing? I think it might be Beach. Yeah, like, I mean, Beach is definitely in the mix. Like, I, I haven't heard who's going to yeah. ride it, but... Yeah. I knew, like, I kind of, we generally know here in the U.S., it's like, the choices right now, basically, it seems like are Josh and JD. Um, it's like Yamaha's, yeah. you know how Yamaha works, man. It's like, uh, we, it, like, everything stays in the family, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and that's how, that's how they work. And, um, yeah. yeah, so I might, I heard, at least Josh told me he did, he wasn't planning on doing Pittsburgh. Who knows? Like, after this weekend, he did great. He might do Pittsburgh, you know, so. Right. I don't know. I heard it might be JD. Um, I heard some other maybe Euros or something. I'm not really sure. So, right on, right yep. on. So you uh, are you going to get any more testing or anything before Pittsburgh? Um, no, no. I mean, I know that Yamaha and um, Ducati, Indian, they're all going to Coda next weekend, and. Uh, I originally Monday, Tuesday, I think. Yeah, I think the seventh and eighth. And I was originally gonna go. Um, I was originally gonna go, and then they told our, us how much it was gonna cost, and they were like, "Nope, we're not doing that. We Dude. can't afford that." It was a lot of I money. Think it's, so. I think it's like ten G's a rider or something. It was, crazy. yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like it was, whoa. but that place, that place is all super that expensive. That's super expensive to go. There. You know, uh, I mean, last time I checked, it was like. Last time I looked into it, it was like $50,000 a day or something. Yeah, it's pretty pricey there. So I originally was going to go, and then obviously we backed out last minute. Um, but a lot of those guys are testing. I don't know whoever might ride the second Yamaha. They That will be good for them to test there, which would be a big big boost for them going into Pittsburgh. But, uh, no, man, I wish I was I wish I wish was testing, and that would be great. So you don't – you 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 don't ride motorbikes except for when you show up on race weekend except for um, or what just motocross there's just whenever i'm home i ride motocross um and that's it dude like no road racing uh well moto. i do i do so no no supermoto anymore now that i'm in southern california i we do for dainese we um we support the aprilia racer days oh, okay. so yeah so we do the pro racer days <clears throat> so every once in a while i get to ride an rsv4 a stock RSV4, just like a street bike stuff, but um, those things are pretty good stock. So every once in a while, I'll, like whenever they have an event, I'll, you know, for Dainese, I'll show up and I'll have my gear and stuff with me. We provide the, we provide the crew and stuff like that with gear, and we do demos with gear and hopefully to get more people in Dainese to try our stuff. But um, yeah, I get to do a little riding here and there for street bike stuff, but more, more majority, it's motocross. So you so, haven't. You haven't been coaching in a while. I, I don't you. have my own bike. I, I barely have a dirt bike right now. I don't have a garage. I don't have a garage right now. I have to I have to literally leave my bike at my buddy's house because I don't I live in an apartment like a little condo building. We don't I have yeah. like an underground garage, but I don't have like a garage to store on my dirt bikes and stuff, so Right. That's kind of a pain in the ass. That sounds like a pain in the ass, dude. Yeah, and Indian actually loaned me an FTR street bike and I parked it in there. And it's been sitting in there um, for like the past like almost year. And since I'm on the beach, 
the weather, like literally it's kind of dark in there. And I, right before I left to Brainerd, I was looking at it with a flashlight and the thing is just completely rusted. I mean, the whole bike is what? just a rust ball because you're living next <laughs> to all the moisture in the air yeah. and the beach and stuff, dude, it just yeah. ruins everything. Wow. Like the whole bike is so rusty. I got to figure out how to clean that thing up before I get it back. Oh man! So yeah, it's terrible. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, you know, I was going to say, like, if you have that, you could leave that with us, and then you could just come and ride that thing at the track, dude. Yeah, I know. Well, you don't have that many track days these days. I've been trying to look. I know, I've been, tra- I've been trying to look I to got see one, where you're at. I got one this weekend, dude. Like, Yeah. I'm I got gone, one this man. weekend. Gotta, big boy has a job, or else I would uh, yeah, actually attend. You're, yeah. you're, like, all grown up now. You, like, have yeah, a job. You're not a total yeah. scumbag. Like, <laughs> Just show up whenever, look at any track, just searching for yeah. track days. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be in Dallas this weekend doing an event at a at the store, and then hopefully back home for a few days, and then back up to North NorCal for my family, visit my family a little bit, maybe some motocross. Who knows? So, um, oh, this is a good one. <laughs> why is uh, Jesse says this? He's like, why is your bagger a noodle, and nobody else can ride it like that? It's just fucking. Lo- it's I think it's a wet noodle, isn't it? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I I guess that's how I like it. I don't know. I mean, you really don't see the other ones really wiggling that much. But so I watched it. I watched the race uh, on I, literally this morning. Actually, I watched the race and I'm like, man, does my thing like going in the corner? It's like a, it's just wiggling around. I'm like, fuck, I can't feel that. Like I really don't feel it. And even on the super bike, I could. It's, I don't know if I'm causing it, how I'm braking. I'm trying to like straighten it out, like almost counter steering a little bit. So I could be causing that. I'm not really sure, but I don't feel it. I don't feel it corner entry. On the exits, okay. yeah. I mean, it's loose on the exits. I mean, yeah. the thing is, a, it's a wet noodle. But I mean, right. the things have so much torque and they just slide, dude. Like, you, I mean, there was a pretty cool shot, like in the race. I think it was like the last few laps. Like, there was one. I wish somebody took a picture of it. The thing was just drifting. I'm like, man, that's a cool shot. But uh, no, the thing is, it's loose. It's loose. And, uh, but it's fun. It is fun to ride. It's manageable. You can get away with murder on those things for sure. Really? It, it, uh, it, bite, it will bite you. Trust me. It on will the, bite on the you. bagger? The bagger, you can get away with murder. Um, with kind of like on the super bike, you got to be really gentle with the throttle on the bagger. You could definitely do more stages of this, you know, crack, 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 instead of the bagger, just really slow or sorry, the super bike really slow. The super or the bagger is so long and so heavy. You could be a little aggressive with the throttle here and there. All right. All right. Yeah. And then, uh, Brian Green wants to know if you would prefer, to be on the superbike or the baggers because uh, you seem to really have a handle on the bagger. Um, I enjoy the baggers. Uh, the competition stacked, like the the quality of riders in the class is they're definitely superbike. You know, suits top superbike winning. You know, top superbike level riders in the baggers right now. Um, I'm a superbike guy. I, I'd rather be in superbike. But that being said, there's a lot of factors that go into that. One, baggers are paying more. And, you know, I'm not in spring chicken anymore. Uh, 31 years old, so I got to make a living. And then two, Superbike is awesome. I'm on a great team right now. Um, but it's things just don't happen overnight. You know what I mean? And it's a lot that goes into Superbike. And there's so many good riders, but there's so many variables. 
you know what I mean? Like there's so much that goes into it and it's not just, Hey, I have this great bike. Now we're going to go out and win races. You know, it just doesn't work that way. I mean, there's so many, Well, I mean, you, you're, what you're saying is, uh, totally proven right i mean you're riding yeah, I mean, a bike that won the championship last year with another dude on it and when that bike was run by the other team yeah um, but i mean that, that being that's said that's Kanye's bike from last year yeah their, and that being yeah, said but everybody else yeah but everybody else has now stepped it up too you know yeah. what i mean so that everybody else is stepping up and you know what i mean the bike's still winning bike it's great like i, I proved yeah. it last weekend like the bike I, we have pace on the thing um, but like I said, superbike is a little more complex and as much as I want to be full time on a superbike, it's just not, it's not paying, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the grand scheme of things too, is like, um, let's say I go on a superbike, let's say I go full time with, uh, you know, wrench Yamaha next year. We do good. We run races. Uh, we make some money, team proud, everything good. Then what? Right. Yamaha's not going to hire me. It's it's sort of like where, the, where do uh, I go? No matter what I mean, you do, you're not getting the call. Is no matter what, yeah, no matter what I do, I'm not getting the call, and I'm not crying like I'm not crying about it. Like you just got to be realistic with the goals here. You know what I mean? Like there's there's you have the people in the Yamaha family. You have you know I, I don't see Ducati getting rid of Heron anytime soon, and you know you have Suzuki. Their boys are doing good which is great. You know, they're, everybody's dude, doing I, good. Honestly, man, I'm, I'm really impressed with Posh, man. That guy is coming Oh, dude, he did good. Yeah, he did dude, great. He's and, like, and he's doing really good. You can good. tell he's super hungry, you know, and he's got that going for dude. him. And he doesn't seem to be wadding up bikes left and right. So that's kind No, of the whole cool. team, the whole team stepped it up. Like, the Suzuki has definitely stepped they it up. They finally got their shit together is what it is. I mean. Dude, they, 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 the riders are doing good. They're, the whole team's doing good. So, I mean, basically, what, long story short is – I do good in superbike. Then what? I'm not going to Europe. I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm 31 years old. You know, you're not gonna make a crazy. You're not making factory money. Um, so who knows? I, I really want to be in superbike, but at the end of the day, it's like I'm not gonna be in a factory team. You know what I mean? One, there's not really any factories other than Yamaha, and there's a lot of people online for that thing right now. So, right? Yeah, I mean, I hear you, dude. Like that's that's like that's like a harsh reality. Like you're just a uh, victim of the just, times, kind of? Uh, no, not even. Honestly, it's just it is what it is. I mean, there's, I'm not crying it about it. it it's, and honestly, I kind of like being the underdog. You know what I mean? Like there's some people think I'm a wild child, which I don't know. Maybe I look like a wild child, but I'm probably the most nice, friendly guy you ever, ever it's meet. Because, pits, it's you because know what of mean? all your scary tattoos. That's what it is. I th- dude, all, I'm probably like the most those... sweetest. I'm probably the sweetest guy I've ever met. <laughs> so... Uh, but honestly, I've known it, I've known you for a long time, so I don't. Yeah, you know, I and just, I, and, and the know. pits are like the pits are like high school too. It's like are one they? person, one person. Tell says me, something. tell me about. Dude, tell I don't me even about know. High school, like, like, like over the year, you know, over the years in racing, you know what I mean. You just hear okay. one thing. You hear one. You do one thing. I don't even. I can't even give you an example because I don't even know. Okay. You hear one thing, and then <laughs> next person says one thing, and then all of a sudden it gets to the third or fourth person, and it's so twisted from what really reality is it's like now all of a sudden this person is known for this when it's not even the case it's just like a big high school you know what i mean i (laughs) I can i I guess i can relate to that somehow like this show it's a racing world doing doing this show has gotten me a few i've been on the receiving end of a few one-way conversations yeah so the sponsors this year so yeah like i i and and usually with with maybe one exception that we talked about before that we've 
worth not talking about anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, most of that shit's not true. You know, like I didn't say that. Like I, and things know. just get twisted and, and it honestly affects, affects a lot of things and people believe it and people get the short end of the stick sometimes. But that's yeah. just life, man. Who cares? I mean, you just keep right. moving forward and you just keep working, bro. Like at, yeah, dude. at the end of the day, they're, if they're not paying your bills and whatever, you know, <laughs> so you just keep working and doing all you can. So Okay. So, uh, got another, <laughs> I got another question from a guy I got, I, and then I just saw another question that's really funny. So or a statement actually, but, uh, mm-hmm. 848 Evo said he wants to know how does the R1 compare that you're riding on now compare to the M4 GSXR that you raced before in Superbike? Um, it's so night and day different. It, it's not even remotely close. Um, it's taken me a little bit. It's a little longer than expected. Yeah, I've only been on it three rounds now. Yeah. Um, the R1 has definitely a lot more potential, and I've showed that potential this past weekend. Um, it's been harder to ride for me for how I ride. It was. It's been harder to ride, like physically and everything like that. Um, is it that it's, is it that it's longer? Is it that the way it makes power? Like what, what do you think it is? I, I think it's just me kind of getting around the electronics and just the feel of it. You know what I mean? It, the electronics effect there. The thing is, if you use the electronics, so it's full potential, like I'm not doing currently right now, the thing is a weapon, you know, it, it really is. And I'm still, trying to work on myself and getting the perfect, uh, not, there's no perfect setup, a better setup for me, which we've definitely found last weekend. Um, I feel like it, to go fast on the Suzuki, it, it took me a lot shorter time to go fast on the Suzuki because it felt more like a normal motorcycle to me. Not the first time because it was like more Tony Elias's setup on the thing. So, but then, so like, the R1's like, the R1's like a spaceship? Is that what you're like? No, nah, it's just... It, there's some areas where it's just like, man, it feels so slow. And then there's areas where it's just like, holy shit, I can't hold on to this thing. But there's a lot of lean angle base. You know what I mean? You just got to be smooth and you got to pick it up on the fat part of the tire. And it just cuts a little bit different. And it's just something that I need to get used to. Um, and like I said, the bike has developed around a, a few riders that I just kind of ride a little bit differently. But I'm adjusting to what they've uh, built the bike to be. So. Um, like I said, the, the R1 is a weapon for sure. And Richard and Yamaha have definitely done some good work on that thing. Right on. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Steve Pettinger says, the, and and he has it in all caps, sweetest dude. Shots fired. Everyone else is going to have to out nice Fong. <laughs> dude, I am probably the nicest guy in the pits, but I could be a complete dickhead too. Like that is, that is for sure true. So. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, I could be a smart ass too, but um, yeah, I mean, if you're cool, you're cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I talked to you uh, about the ridge a while back, right? And uh, like we were at that test, and like, <laughs> I had that false neutral yeah. going into the chicane, and like yeah. you blew past me like on the outside, shaking your head, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, right? And then uh, uh, then on the same lap you shit an engine and had to get a ride back into the crash truck. And when you have to flag you down, I flagged you down. No, 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 I, you know, you came in and I was like, Hey man, 
sorry about the false neutral. I just wanted to check, make sure we didn't have to fight or anything. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was I'll never forget that. Cause now I was probably waving my hand like, dude, that was gnarly. <laughs> you're like no, shaking like, your head like, fuck bro. That was, yeah. But yeah, you almost was, killed but... yourself, but I'm good. Yeah. 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 I kind of did, so. but you know, thankfully I didn't almost kill you in the process, but I kind of did yeah. that too. So no, honestly, yeah. over the years, over the years, um, obviously when you, when you're, when you're a little bit younger, I'm not saying I'm too old, but when you're Philip piss and vinegar, you know I mean? You have like, you always have like every rider always has like that, like one, like arch nemesis or enemy, the person you're competing with and all that stuff. And it's just like, it's just drama. It just makes it like where you, you know, you're in the pits, you try to avoid that person or you go take a piss, you know, you try to not run into this other racer you don't like. It's just like, man, it's just so toxic. Like, yeah, I kind of got over that a long time ago of like, even if you have like funk on the track, like just leave it on the track, man, just be humble and be cool. And it's just less stress, you know, it's just, yeah, it's a small industry and it's just cool. I mean, the fans love it though, man. The fans do love it. They love they some love drama, it. but they sure do. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. So I got a couple more questions coming in. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, that Evo guy's asking if that M4 Gixxer was the same as the Yosh bikes. I'm not really know. sure because I didn't ride the Yosh, but I mean, it, the Yosh bikes were handed down to M4, but I don't know what they've taken off. I don't know what was on the Yosh bikes. I know that there was some backstory stuff, that there was some sneaky F1 something on tony's bike i don't know like i really don't know what was on the yosh bikes all i know is what right. i had what i had so and then um brian green is talking about you know future rides or whatever and he says well when maddie gets sick of the westy curse would bobby ride for them Oh yeah, I mean they're a great team. I mean Maddie's done great with them. You I don't know what I mean. I don't, like, yeah. I don't see Bob. I don't. I don't see Maddie leaving Westby. Like, no, I think that that that, that that team is gonna. That's Maddie's team. Like, that's it's always gonna be that Maddie. You know what I mean? Like I I don't think that's ever gonna change. It's always gonna be Maddie. So, uh, which yeah. is great on him. I mean I think that he's the longest. I would say he is the only guy that has had the same ride for the longest amount of time. Like a proper superbike for what six seven years eight years whatever dude. it's been like a long dude, he's time he's been on the west beat he's been on the west dude beat is since like stock thousand back in the dude, day right 15, like, since 14 or since 15, 2015 dude. 16 yeah like the dude is the dude has won the lottery on that like it's a proper team like it's his own little family like ed is crew chief like great bikes like the dude's cool like he's he's one dude, like i'm i'm jealous i'm really jealous too, man yeah, no, I know. Ed Sullivan he's can great. fucking ride too. Like, that dude, dude, he's rips. good. Yeah, no, Ed's a good dude. Yeah. I mean, like, no, I'm jealous of the whole program. It's it's nice over there. He's been on the longest standing superbike team for sure. Well, on his on his end. So. Right. Like, how do you? You know what? This is a subject that comes up. I, I wanted to get your take on it, but like, you know, there's always rumors, right? That there's another team coming into the paddock. You know, I've heard. You know, I've heard anything from. Aprilia, which makes no sense because they don't have a super bike. Um, yeah, they can't even run their twelve hundred. Yeah, yeah. That well, yeah. Like they need to, they need to make a thousand version of the RSB, yeah. and then, yeah. then, the, then they could talk. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't see that happening. I've heard Hondas coming back. I've heard Cowies coming. Back. Like who knows? I feel like, like that's been rumors every year. Like, dude, every year, right? dude, every year, right? Hear, oh yeah, Hondas coming back. 
yeah. Oh, Kawasaki's coming back. I'm like, show me the money. Like, let's see. But like, like honestly, the talk okay. is cheap. The talk is so cheap. Yes, in the industry. But like, who? Unreal. But who would you yeah. put? Like, who? Who would go to those rides? Like, you know, like that's ready to go. Try like, is there riders in the U.S. that that aren't currently riding in Superbike that are available for that? Or like, who? Like if you were running a team and you're the you're the boss of a new team, like who would you put on these uh, on two new motorcycles? That's not on a team right now, or like that's right. on a lower team. Right. Myself. Well, I, I yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> like, wait, you you and you and Cody Wyman, like right? Yeah, I like honestly, there's not many. To, to be completely honest, um, there's not many people um, that is like. Chavi Forrest, I put on Chavi Forrest because, you know, he's a great superbike rider. Obviously, he's shown that world superbike. He's, you know, he's been killing it in super sport. And, uh, you know, uh, Chavi Forrest would be one of them, but he's a Euro. For American, for Americans, I don't know. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, right? Like, yeah. It just seems like the the talent pool for superbike is pretty small. You know, it's like. Yeah, to, to. Well, it's because it's so different. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it's just so different. Like, yeah, there's some good 600 ride uh, riders. but Yeah, like Rocco, right? Or yeah, Rocco. they're great. They're great. But do you think that, and I, I, and this is just me talking out loud, I don't know because I haven't seen it. But are they good enough, or do you think that they're dominating the 600 enough right now to hop on a big bike and then go be up top five right now? Who knows? I don't know. Like, you got to, somebody has to take that chance. So who knows? So. Yeah, like you're the boss of the team, so you would pick Bobby Fong as the first rider, and then the second rider would be. I but see me. I'm I'm more like I play I play things safe. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I want to. I would pick somebody that's more proven, but I don't know who's proven or not for Americans. The only person right. I would consider that's proven that's in this Moto America is Chavi Forrest. That's available. You know what I mean? That would be you know, not in the he's not in Superbike right now, but yeah. Right. I mean, so. I've seen I've seen a, a few um, a few moments of brilliance from Cody Wyman on his you know sub substitution type of situation in Stock Thousand. No, he did great. Um, he's he's done been doing good too. Like, didn't he do? He did really well at Road America this year. Like, he yeah, did good yeah. Too. yeah. I think he got a I think, yeah he got a podium. I think right. Yeah. And then, no, he's uh, been doing good too. Yeah. So, but I mean, in, do you? Would you honestly hold on? Would you look at Stock Thousand as it? Let me go back. Let me go back. Actually, now that I'm thinking about this, there's a lot of bagger riders that could hop up on a superbike and do damn well right now. I totally, I honestly just blew my Gillum Wyman, the the eleven year old man, dude, Gillum Wyman, Spicoli. I mean, you know, all those guys could hop up on a superbike and do. I mean. Gillum's already on a big bike, and uh, no matter what, I think all those guys are top five superbike riders if they got on a superbike. I I rate the bagger class and the bagger riders pretty highly. Right so, on. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so then, um, you know, before we wrap this thing up, like, what's what's your favorite track so far that you ride on every year? Um, I would say Coda. Yeah? Coda. I love Coda. Yeah, that's my favorite place. Yeah. I don't mean it's... Why is it's, that? Maybe running near the river, looking at, <laughs> I don't know, okay. going downtown, uh, you know, uh, 
to be completely honest, I don't really have a favorite track. Like I like tracks. Like they're they're I do like tracks. Like I like Brainerd. I like riding Brainerd. I like riding uh, Coda. But I'll always find something I just don't like about every place. Like I don't like any right. track, especially Laguna. Um, but really? uh, yeah, I, yeah it's, I, I hate that place. <laughs> you yeah. hate Laguna. Uh, there's the probably my worst. Uh, you, uh, probably the worst track I've ever ridden in my life. Shut up. I'm not lying, dude. I'm not lying. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather race Willow Springs. Wow, dude. That is that's that's a bold statement. But this is but this is my but this is me. Like totally, yeah. And it's not like I'm not talking track. Like the facility, it's an amazing world class track. This This is is just me, dude. Like yeah, dude. Like it's just me, and it's it's because I'm just a weird guy like that. Like there's just some stuff I just don't like about it. Willow over Laguna, like. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, Willow was a stretch. Honestly, okay. Let's, I, I let's was go to, gonna say, dude. Like, let's go to Button Willow. Button Willow. Button Willow yeah, for sure. Yeah, still. Nah, Button Willow's nice. I, Button Willow's me. I like. Yeah. I like. I love Button Willow. I you know. I, I love Button Willow. Go there too. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, okay, okay. No, Coda, Coda's, Coda's probably one of the the better tracks that we race at. I feel like, and it's just cool. It's world class, and it's wide. It's big straightaways, tight turns. You get a little bit of everything. So it's cool. See, I I thought you were one of those Road America lunatics. No, no, believe it or not, I don't really like Road America. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like I like going to Elkhart Lake. I like going okay. in a little Ostoff and like the whole atmosphere and a lot of fans and stuff. But the track itself, I don't really care for it. I do okay. great there. I do well there for sure. But okay. I don't really care. I don't really care for the place. So, yeah. Right, I'm just a weird like dude like that. Yeah, <laughs> you're a fucking weird dude. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome though. Yeah. I, I, I I appreciate your honesty, dude. Honestly, I like like Joliet. Dude, you know what track I really like is Joliet. 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 When you combine both track, it's right outside Chicago. When you combine okay. the east and west track, or whatever, north and south, whatever they call it. When you combine them both, and they do the full thing, that track is bitching. So, but we don't race right. there, obviously. So, yeah. 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 All right. So, dude, I got a bunch more, <laughs> a bunch more questions from people mm-hmm. now. <laughs> okay. So, uh, what about VIR? VIR is fun. I don't like it because it's too hot. But, <laughs> dude, I'll find okay. a place. I'll find a place. That's something negative about every place. But honestly, that being said, VIR is cool. I wish we can go back. I've had some big crashes there too. Like I've destroyed more yeah. bikes there than I can count. You've destroyed some bikes at Laguna too, and uh, no, nah, not really. Maybe not. not but so, I've been pretty. I've been pretty good at Laguna for destroying bikes, but really destroying bikes is VIR, like properly. Well, you're, just, your just the level grips are of good. destroying yeah. bikes is like your perspective on what destroying yeah. a bike is is probably different than others. Yeah, I, okay. yeah, I've properly done some damage there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Uh, uh, Tyndall Motorsports asks, uh, what advice do you have for a guy stepping up to a thousand from a 600? Uh, pick it up on the fat part of the tire. Seriously. Don't, don't slow, slow the middle roll speed down. And I'm, I'm not just saying that to be joking around. Like, but that's like the biggest thing when I barely got on a big bike was like, I was trying to have a buttload of roll speed, like a 600. You just kind of have more roll speed. You know what I mean? It, it took me, it took me a little bit to actually change that mindset. It's like, Hey, go, you know, back it down quite a bit in the middle of the turn, get the bike pointed and then accelerate. Use the power, 
not just momentum and the roll speed like a 600. So I would really work on just getting the bike pointed, you know, more point and shoot type style. You know what I mean? Get the bike turned before you, you know, get apply yeah. throttle, max throttle and get pointed in the direction and use the power from point A to point B. Right on. Yeah. Well, there you go. And then, um, the last question, it'll be, uh, Sean again. And he says, what was your, what's your favorite bike to race so far and the worst bike? And what would be your dream bike to race? Favorite bike to race. Um, I'm not really sure. Honestly, I'm not really sure. I don't have a favorite. Honestly. Okay. So favorite bike that it was really, that was always pretty good. No matter what, every, even when the setup was off, it was always, we were always top two. It was the M4 Suzuki 600. That the 600, it was just, they've had so many years of development on that thing. And I had such a good crew and it was every weekend we're always first or second. First or second, and it was just—it suited me. It didn't my—it was effortless to ride. You know, it was just good, and the racing was good. And we had—it was real competitive that year, and um, that was like the most friendly, fun, basic motorcycle I've ever ridden, and I, I enjoyed that. That year was amazing. Like I've had more fun that year than ever. And we won the championship that year too. So, um, the worst bike I've ever ridden—I've uh, had a lot of them. I've had a lot of, you know, a lot of bad bikes, um, but I can't really name off the top really. Um, and then the bike I would, I would like if like a dream bike, uh, just to ride in general would be a moto two bike. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really care to ride a moto GP bike. Like I don't, I, I don't have no desire to, I mean, yeah, it'd be cool to race GP. Of course. I mean, I, I was like, giving Declan shit for having you outbreak him at Budwell at that test. On the bagger. On the yeah. Bagger. <laughs> no, like a proper, and I don't know how proper his moto two, I know Dude, his bike was a, pretty legit. It's yeah. a proper moto two bike, yeah. bro. Like that's a, what is it? K-Lex yeah. chassis, like the whole yeah. thing, right? Like it's, yeah. it's the bad dog, yeah. of bad dog I bikes. Would, it's just, you know, yeah, I would really like. I man, I just I have I have a big desire to ride a proper Moto Two bike on a proper GP track. Like that's with their tires, everything. I want to do like a proper three day test on a Moto Two bike. That is what I really want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I'm getting more questions about tracks too. They're like, what yeah. about the ridge? What about Thunder Hill? What about? And then Thunder Hill's fun. you know, we I are like Thunder Hill and yeah, Jesse. Yeah. We if you want, rewind, Jesse's the guy from CRA. And I'm like, bro, if you rewind it back, we talked about the Donnybrook track and he said it's fucking dangerous. Like, what do you think, dude? Like, so yeah, like the yeah. guys, uh, Jesse's asking about the Donnybrook course, you know, and I guess he had a conversation with Jake and um, he said, well, Jake Donnybrook said, course, What's, what Donnybrook course? Donnybrook is the one? original Brainerd track. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, it's, okay. Yeah, it's the bad yeah, dog yeah. one, you know, yeah, like the yeah, crazy, yeah. you know. Yeah, the fast one, um, yeah. Yeah, so he said, Gagne said he heard stories about it and said he would love to try it or whatever. And, um, you know, Gagne's just wired different, dude. Like, <laughs> that dude's, yeah, that dude's, that dude's nuts. That dude's wild. That dude's nuts. All right, well, you know what? I appreciate your time, Bobby. Uh, yeah, thank good, you. Good, sh- good shot, you know? Like, you good chat. Enjoy your good 
uh, mountain biking this weekend or whatever. Honestly, I'm smoked. That's the last thing I want to do right now is ride a mountain bike. I'm so smoked from the weekend. (laughs) I literally, yeah, just like with no sleep and just like doing the two classes and all that stuff. I'm just like, man, the last thing I want to do is go on a damn bicycle at altitude right now. But right. That's what makes us good. That's what makes us good on the race weekends. Right. Right. So, you know what, really quick, uh, this is something different, but like, uh, I just did a deal with my helmet company, helmet sponsor, Mm -hmm. and we're going to start selling KYTs at the track day. Mm. This is that Bastianini replica right here. Very nice. A little too much pink, uh, but you know. It's not an AGV though. No, it's definitely not. So, um, but yeah, like they're, uh, we have these available at the track day now. So like, if you want one, see you this weekend, but a little, yeah. Yeah. All right, Bobby. So, well, good chat with right. bud and, um, good luck at Pittsburgh is next, right? Since your yeah, team yeah, is too cheap to do yeah. code of test. Um, no, nah, they're not too cheap. They're just, <laughs> they're being smart. They're being smart. So, um, yeah, I guess the but, factory uh, Indians got, will get data there. Right. Uh, so, yeah, we won't use that data though, but, uh, if there, honestly, if there's any track that um, I'm not worried about would be Coda, you know, it's for testing wise, you know what I mean? Like I'm pretty right. confident going in there. Um, I just, that place has always suited me. So um, right yeah, on. test or no test, I'm confident going in there. Right on. So, well, so. best of luck to you, Bobby. And um, I guess we'll talk again another time, maybe at the end cool, of the guys. season or something. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me again. So yeah, thanks everybody. Dude. And yep. thanks for not disconnecting this time. <laughs> Dude, I Thanks for having this. good internet instead of Taco yeah, Bell internet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, no cooking cool, wireless. All right. See you guys. Yep, cheers. See you. Bye.